Welcome to the On-Premise IT Roundtable Podcast, the only show that dares to be both on-topic and on-location, or on-premise and on-premises. Each time we meet, we bring together IT luminaries to discuss a single concept. In this episode, we're talking Windows, and rather, the death of Windows. Before we get started, I'm going to introduce our panel. I'm Justin Warren. You can find me online at, at JP Warren on Twitter. I'm Karen Lopez. On Twitter, I'm DataChick, pretty much every place else, too. I'm Jeffrey Powers. You can find me at Geekazine. Just think magazine put in a geek. I'm Nathaniel Avery, at Nathaniel Avery on Twitter. So here's the situation. Microsoft remains dominant in desktop operating systems, and they've gained dominance in server operating systems over the last 20 years. We're at the point now where Windows is basically behind everything that's not running Linux. But yet, it seems like Windows is less and less relevant by the day. In fact, even Microsoft is starting to introduce products that run on multiple operating systems. They're introducing formerly Windows-only things on Android and and iOS and everywhere else. And it seems like Microsoft has, has gotten the memo that the cloud is where it's at. So the question is, is Microsoft done with Windows? I'm going to start with Justin because I want to hear what you think about this. Yes, I would say Microsoft is done with Windows. But that doesn't mean that Windows is dead today. It just means that that will gradually slide and decline over time, and we're seeing that already in Windows-specific segment revenue, if you go and look at their SEC filings. And you'll see it in the way that Microsoft classifies things when it talks about how it makes its money. So the way that it talks about things, it doesn't actually talk about Windows apart from one specific area of the business. Most of what it talks about is things like cloud and office and productivity side of things. And even with Windows, the main part of that is actually around server. It's not even really around desktop computing anymore. So Microsoft themselves are pretty much shifting the way that they make their money for the whole business away from Windows. So it seems to it seems to you that Microsoft is done with Windows. Yeah, they're not done today, but they're they're basically winding up. The the whole Windows is the the core of everything that's going on, and they're moving it elsewhere. Jeffrey, I'm not sure if you agree. Uh, well, there's always going to be change when you when you talk to operating system. I mean, Windows 95 is definitely not Windows 10. There, there's been many different changes that that's happened. Uh, just starting with 64-bit, we'll, we'll, we'll start at that. In April, they're going. Uh, Microsoft is planning to uh, reissue Windows in, in new ways, uh, one where they're taking out Cortana and creating what's called a Windows Lite version, and then, of course, Windows 10. There's no question as to uh, where Windows 11 is going to go because it's not going to go anywhere, and I wouldn't be surprised if Windows... Uh, if Microsoft decided to make a change in the naming convention of Windows, maybe even getting rid of the word Windows together. But there's too many things, uh, too many uh, companies that rely on desktops, on servers, uh, machines that need to be air-gapped, machines that need to be legacy uh, for Windows to uh, completely go away. Yeah, and, and there's just so much uh, legacy behind Windows uh, that it's hard for them to walk away from it. I don't see them doing that now. I don't see them doing that in the future. Um, in fact, we see Microsoft's uh, use of Windows accelerating. I mean, think about it. The release cadence has gone from once every four years or five years to two releases per year. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're walking away from it. Yeah, 
That's not a Windowsy way of doing things, though. That's where I, I think this, that would come from. So Microsoft, particularly because of cloud, they have thrown a huge amount of money into Azure and Office and everything else because developers, which is where Microsoft has always been very, very strong in, in looking after enterprise developers, they were all doing everything on Linux in the cloud. And so Microsoft... I'd like a citation for that. <laughs> Sure, I can go and look some stuff. Developers for that. are all working in Linux. Is that what you said? No, I said that for for cloud stuff, developers were using Linux more and more. They were throwing lots and lots of uh, applications were being developed, particularly around server things in cloud. Were all Linux because it was free and easy to do for cloud companies. For cloud companies, you said enterprise, so that's where I was confused. And this is so. This is the trick. So Microsoft has always been very good with enterprise developers, mm -hmm. and they could see a lot of pressure for people going cloud native, and the, everyone wanted to use containers and all this sort of mm -hmm. good stuff. Was all very Linuxy, and Microsoft mm -hmm. didn't want to lose any of those people. So right. they started doing things with Windows in a very Linuxy, cloud yep. native type way. So it's not really about Windows anymore. It was an underpinning for doing other things. Microsoft isn't making its money from an operating system. It's making its money from Actually, everything else. So should I target that point? I just <laughs> so said if no you look at some changed. numbers like yep. um, that I just looked up for last year, server revenue, server revenue is yep. up 28%. Mm -hmm. And so they don't sell, I mean, I don't think they yet have a Linux distribution. If they do, I haven't heard of it. Um, I mean, that's up 28%. Right. And it is driven by cloud. It is driven by their software as a service offerings. Mm. Um, you know, their Azure revenue has slowed down immensely to only 76% uh, growth a year, down from 98 or something like mm. that in the previous year. I, I think that, um, I mean, my premise on all of this is it isn't going to matter to Microsoft that whether or not they're putting their resources into Linux or Linuxy like stuff or Windows, where Windows is really decreasing and where they're losing um, revenue is not losing it to market share, but because the decline, decline in consumer Windows desktop devices as people move to tablets, to phones, and they're not buying de desktops and a laptop, they're just buying a laptop and using that as their desktop. It seems to be growing at more or less market rate, which is about 5%. And that's where yeah, you see it in, but, in but the it's down. quarter. It's definitely down. It's, Consumer it's, Windows. Yeah. Consumer Windows is The segment good. of Windows is flatlined. It's about $9 billion but let's not every call, six months. let's not lump them all together. I know they do it brand-wise, but mm. to, in my world, there's a huge difference between Windows, the server product, and Windows, the consumer product, as, as, as we're looking at, is Windows dead? Like, those are really... It's only because they call them the same thing that we even treat them the same way. It's always the problems are different. You know, what does I know, Windows exactly, even mean? Exactly, because now they have Windows for IoT devices, yeah. and they have Windows Embedded, which has now been rebranded. I can't remember the name. So picking up from that, I think it's important to recognize that, um, you know, here, here's the thing. What is the name of this product? It's called Windows. Why is it called Windows? Because it was differentiated from DOS in that it had what a user interface element again? Oh, yeah, that's right. Windows. Yeah. But Windows Server, for the most part, especially in the cloud and on IoT devices and so on, doesn't actually have, you know, Windows. Windows. Yeah. So, what? It, it, I mean, if you're using it on the command line or PowerShell or Azure, are there Windows involved? There's no Windows involved. It's a kernel. Well, Jeffrey? Yeah, the, the, the whole idea that IoT, IoT is different from your, your standard desktop, is different from your server, is different from Windows Mobile, which technically is dead right it's now. Dead. But 
that could change at any time. They could say, hey, mobile becomes our future in five years. Windows Mobile is right back to where it was. So uh, you you have, and and the other factor when it comes back to the desktops, and this is a completely different topic, but uh, Apple and Mac and a lot of the users are, are moving from Macs back to Windows or to Windows for the first time, that that brings a whole new market into everything uh, coming from apps to, uh, to usage to everything. Yeah, and in the enterprise space, the Windows desktop is still the king. You know, yeah. that, that's just yeah. the way it is. But PC desktops, yeah. And, but, and the, I think the challenge there is that it's, it's a flat market, as, as you pointed out, Karen. That it's consumer, not, I said. In, sorry, in consumer. Yeah. And I think they bundle that in as well with consumer. So the OEM market is growing at, at, a, at a certain amount. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually larger than 5%. I think it mm-hmm. was around 12% last mm-hmm. year. Um, I'd have to go and look up the numbers again. Sounds about right. So it is growing, but it's not. It's not where Microsoft is growing the most. It's actually it's down there in the not actually performing as well as mm-hmm. other areas, yeah. which is why I think Microsoft focus is not around Windows. The focus mm-hmm. is now on other things that are not what we what I anyway would traditionally think about when I think of Windows. Futures, uh, well, it's all about the future. It's all about what's going to come out in the technologies. Like for instance, five G is going to change the way that we think about. Uh, broadband on our phones and in our cars and in and that could change the whole scope of things to the point where maybe windows wouldn't be uh, relevant anymore but right now we live in a 4g to going to 5g world and so we can't really make those predictions until we know Mm. the solidity of how we can stay connected uh, wherever we are or or maybe 5g makes windows even better Absolutely. You know, a lot of times people have issues because of connectivity. But if your connectivity is ubiquitous, what does it matter? And if it's very fast, even better. Mm-hmm. Mm. And from my point of view, like uh, being a SQL Server type person, a data person, um, you know, it's been a couple years now that there was SQL Server now available on a Linux operating system mm. on the server level. Mm. And that isn't really growing. And I know part of it is if you're an OS person for your uh, operating system, you want to be an OS person for your database system, typically, because of the free part of it. But the open source databases are growing, but not in the enterprise solving a cross-enterprise, multi-application database environment. Not yet. And I think that's just a maturity level of yeah. everything. So that, to me, is like a little experiment that we've done, that Microsoft has done. Make SQL Server available for Linux, especially for cloud-type applications, and I don't think it's growing as an on-prem type solution. It might be growing in their software as a service for SQL Server and, and IaaS or something. I just don't know. But most of the Windows growth came because of their server's products growths, the continued growth of SQL Server and other enterprise servers. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's funny that the SQL Server, I do think SQL Server 2019 could wind up being that first breakout Linux hit for them. Uh, as they've increased uh, the, um, the capability uh, for it to work in a clustered environment uh, yeah. in Kubernetes, yeah. uh, I think that that's really going to change the game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do see it being uh, further adopted. And that's yeah. why I think that the being done with Windows, to me, just means that Microsoft doesn't see themselves as the Windows company first and that that's everything true. is tied to Windows. So things like SQL Server being available on Linux never would have happened before. Now, Absolutely. it may not have massive adoption, but the reason I think Microsoft does it is so that 
consumers, or, you know, enterprise customers, um, any of their consumer customers, customers generally, you don't have to make the operating system choice anymore. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy some of our stuff, you can buy it if you want to run it on Linux, if you want to yeah. run it in the yeah. cloud, if you want to